Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, the best podcast in the world. Yep, right. that's, been, that's been ratified. Just behind, was it Alan Titchmarsh? <laughs> yeah, and still not brought to you by fucking Squarespace. Yeah, unbelievable. Wait, what is this Alan Titchmarsh podcast? Do you know we get uh, fucking absolutely we're hammered by Titchmarsh, Titchmarsh now and again? No. Yeah. yeah, we're in the games and hobby section on IGN. I mean, I can see why. I'm subscribing to it as soon yeah. as this is finished. I know. I mean, actually, yeah, big part of the name of that he's podcast. Actually, it's Chad Dimmock involved. <laughs> Dimmock. Oh, <laughs> of course it. Tommy and Dimmock. That's what you want. No, but he's, he's, to be honest, Tish Morris has got some hot takes on Doom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is an awesome video. Like, I'll try and dig it out. Um, but it's an awesome dig video. Dig it out? Of, hey, um, God, I see. Having that. Of, uh, Titch March um, being taken to task by um, <laughs> the former editor of CVG, Tim Ingham, on some fucking bollocks, uh, like, chat show about video games. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, having a go at him about, like, how shite video games are. <laughs> Shite, are we Titch Marge? Who's number one? Who's number two, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Probably him at this point, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm also, my name is Gavin Murphy, and I'm joined by Daniel Cooper Hello. and Dale Driver. Hello. Uh, well, we've been doing lots of stuff. I've written down, I did type up the run and order, and then I forgot to print it out. Lazy. So it's written down on a bit of paper now. So, and according to my run in order, we should be talking about Iron Fist right now. Yeah. Well, mm. you went to New York. Went to Fancy New York. Gavin. I went to New um, York. To um, interview the cast of yeah. said Iron Fist. Yeah, I interviewed. Although to be fair, I wasn't on the list when I got there. <laughs> it was the most fucking embarrassing <laughs> thing ever. So like, we met. There was a bunch of British journalists there, a bunch of German journalists, Polish journalists, um, Spanish. There's some Spanish guy who was rubbish. Um, and, no, uh, he was rubbish. I'll take his place. He was rubbish. <laughs> that's not even a joke, though, right? So yeah. what happened was, I got there and basically we'd been given uh, Finn Jones and Jessica Henwick, mm-hmm. and then uh, these other two. Guys guys who were also the girl and the guy who were also in it um, and like before going out we were like oh we didn't really ask for them and you know they are pretty big in the show but for our feature it didn't really work so I was like we wanted Iron Fist <laughs> yeah. so I got I got there and I was like um I was basically telling the lady, I was like, look, if you're pushed for time, I actually don't mind not doing the other two. Like, I'll just do Finn Jones and Jessica Henwick because that's really all we need. And I know there's a lot of people here, blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, she goes, right, okay, two seconds. What's your name? It's David. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's uh, Gav from IGN. She was like, Melissa from ITN. I was like, no, 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 no. Gav from IGN. <laughs> you're like, that's ass a woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she, I see it looked down in her favour and she was just like, well, you're not on the list. And I was like, uh, well, check, I'm, check the list. <laughs> check like, it again. Check I it again. Like, well, I am. I must be because I'm here in New York. Like, I've been flown if, out by if Netflix. If not, someone has fucked and up. And I was yeah. like, but then, but obviously, like, I'm a worrier as well. So immediately, I'm just like, <clears throat> what am I going to tell Krupa? Like, and also <laughs> backtracking going, it's just my fault. Whose fault is this? Frantically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reading through threads. Yeah. So I was like, they said, oh yeah, they did say they find me in New York, but I'm not interviewing anyone. Yeah. yeah. So I said to the lady, I was like, oh, well, I need to interview. She was like, oh, we've got a full schedule. And I was like, I was like, I even I turned tact. I was just like, well, I am interviewing yeah. them at some point. Darren Brown just like went, yeah, I am interviewing. Finn um, just looked around the room. And was like, cut him, cut yeah. him, cut him. He's getting cut. He's getting cut. <laughs> I was like, um, Sh- shitmunchers.com. Yeah. They probably don't need a double yeah. slot. There were four people from four different Polish websites there. I didn't even know Poland had four yeah. websites. I, I this is huge. Yeah. It's like, um, like uh, what's in it? What's the name of the guy who always falls over? That's big in Albania. Well, that's the, the same thing. Mr. No, Mr. <laughs> He's big in China, though. Um, 
But yeah, Crazy so, so after like some, also this is in front of every other journalist there as well. Um, and there was this one bit as well where she came out to go get, I think it was a Polish guy or a Spanish guy. And um, <laughs> she went, uh, that's it, David, I think he was a Spanish guy. When, uh, uh, David, you ready? He went, uh, I need more time to do more questions. <laughs> what is that French. That's French. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just went, I'll go. I'll yeah. go instead of him if you want. And she like, uh, I, was like I was like, okay. So, so I basically had to go at the end of everything. As a professional, he's not done his it's questions. Like, he's been, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Mental. He's been on a 12 yeah. hour flight. I've, I've been looking, I've been trying to remember who he worked for so I can f look at the video and be like, right, I want to see what this extra research got him. And he'd be like, oh, I don't even know. But um, yeah, I interviewed uh, Finn Jones, Jessica Henwick. I've got videos of that up on the site now. Um, I kind of wish people liked Iron Fist a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Powell's just sexing about it. Like, Powell's worked on these fucking amazing graphics for that video. Like, I took all day on Monday editing it, and it's like, no one's gonna watch it. But if you listen oh, to this man. podcast, there's quite a lot yeah. of you. Please go watch it. It's on, yeah. Go watch on YouTube or on IGN.com. Yeah. It is, they're trying to work out whether, we, we read them a bit of dialogue and they have to yeah. work out whether it's a bit of dialogue from Iron Fist yeah. or whether it's a lyric by Iron Maiden. Yeah. Please watch it. Yeah. Because yeah. Gav's performance reviews next week. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a bit like, um, we're not sending you anywhere anymore yeah. because oh you come back with this old shite that no one's watching. Uh, it, um, is, it is shit though. What, the video? Do you know what, right? No, I, 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 watched, I, watched, I watched 11 episodes of it on Saturday. Is that all of it? I meant to, uh, um, I meant to print out our conversation about Iron Fist from the last week because like we had access to the early ones. So I watched the first two episodes before going to watch before going to interview them. I think I was meant to watch the first six, but come on. They didn't give it to me until the day before. I'm not watching six episodes of that in one night. I think, you got, I think, you, got, I think you got what you need. Is eleven um, the whole lot? Thirteen. So you've just oh, stopped. Too many. I'm gonna fi I'll finish it. Right. Oh God, I've come this far. I have no desire to watch it. No, like, I thought Luke I, Cage. I, so, uh, so it's uh, it's definitely not as good. It's worse than Luke Cage. And I didn't mm. like Luke Cage. Um, so well, I had nothing else to do on Saturday, and I was a bit hungover yeah. and sleepy, and I just laid on my sofa all day in a cocoon position and just um, watched eleven episodes. You played Switch as well while you're doing it. No, you I just couldn't move. I was just like watching it in a that's fetal position on Saturday. Actually, yeah. That's, uh, if it was bad, so that sounds torturous. No, because it didn't have to like concentrate that much. I don't know. <laughs> okay, right. That's and, I, and I'm interested. I'm a completionist. Like, I watch yeah. all the Marvel stuff. I can relate I kind of, to that. My and I just want to. I just want to watch. I've watched all the other Netflix yeah, ones, and sure. I want to have an informed opinion on it. So, first off, he's he's. I like Finn Jones in the first few episodes, yeah. and there's some interesting little things that you think, oh, why is that not more of a thing in the show? Right, like yeah, he comes yeah. back from 15 years away. He's he's 25, so he left New York when he's 15, and so there's lots of stuff that he. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say what it must be 10 then. Yeah. Oh, maybe I've got that right. Maybe, he's definitely yeah. 25 in the okay. show. Yeah. And so there's loads of technology that he's not familiar with. Like, obviously, back in 2001 or wherever he we went missing, yeah. they still have mobile phones and stuff. But, like, like certain yeah, like developments, I, he's not, you know, he's never learned to drive properly. Yeah. And certain okay, things like iPhones right. and smartphones. Things, so there's little scenes. It should be like a California bit, man when so, he comes so back. So when he comes basically. back, well, yeah, there's like little. <laughs> Wait, when it's 2007, I don't know, yeah. it's the same. <laughs> that, why is that not a bigger thing? Like, yeah. suddenly he's back in the first few episodes, he's sleeping in Central Park as a like hobo and people yeah. think he's like you know free thinker right. yeah. and a bit of a hippie but then by the third episode he's got a suit and he's living in a big posh place yeah it's like I would so, like because yeah. when he doesn't so know how stuff out. works and he's a bit like a kid it's a bit like big yeah right. and I feel like that could have been more of a thing but in the show yeah. up really quickly and also and... he's meant to be like the world's greatest martial artist mm. the fight scenes are fucking boring yeah I can't believe the first meeting when they had the production meeting on that show wasn't like let's get that right let's at least get that right nothing yeah. else and in a world where like stuff like the raid exists and John Wick. Yeah. 
you could hire like someone like even if devils had got good fights exactly yeah I was going to say even in their world they should say okay look at the how great our fights are in Daredevil it's got to be better than that because he's the world's greatest yeah, it's my, absolutely not I think like that's it. my problem with a lot of the Marvel stuff though is like I generally before Daredevil came out like Daredevil was one of my favourite comic characters and I was really disappointed with Daredevil like I haven't finished season 2 and I probably won't that's um, a real shame because yeah. There's overall pacing problems, but I think yeah. season two has some amazing moments in it, like but proper great renditions of the character, especially between him and Elektra. But like recently, so I've rewatched <laughs> um, Sopranos and uh, The Wire and Mad Men in the last year, um, and I just like when I'm watching those, I just feel like they are untouchable. As like the, I think they're the best three shows. Like they're my favorite three shows. But I just think like these shows, these Marvel shows, should be as good as those because I'm sure they've got more money than. There's nothing those to do networks. with money, though. But, like, to just get the people that they get on. Like, Legion, who's got, like, Noah Hawley, he's, like, a really interesting dude. Yeah, but I... I don't feel like the people they've got on to do... Especially not an Iron Fist. Um, no, like, first on Daredevil, originally, it was Drew Goddard, who's yeah, pretty good. Guess, and then he yeah. dropped out to do other stuff, and... I don't know. Can, like, can they be as good as those shows when you've already got all these things, you know, these guidelines that you have to follow? It's not like they're right in front of I don't know. I think scratch. working within limitations... It's good, yeah. ...is not a bad thing. We've talked like, about on this yeah. podcast a lot, actually. Like, I... D- but there's loads of good stuff. Like, one, they're all too long. So the Iron Fist thing is just, there's no storyline to it. There's no real overarching thing. It's just like this no. thing where he comes back from Kunlun. They do a shitty job of explaining what being the Iron Fist is. Right. Yeah. You know, he's fought a fucking dragon and become yeah. the Iron Fist. Embrace that as being yeah. weird. Wait, do they show that? No, they don't. And it's just what? like, show it. Money, mate. Money. Well, that's what but I want to see. But that's the thing. They do a yeah. terrible job of explaining that. And then there's all loads of terrible moments where he's just going around and he goes, and he's saddled with some terrible dialogue yeah. where he literally has to go, oh no, I need to go upstairs and recharge my chi. And it's like, Jesus, oh, just don't say it. Yeah, the just bit, as they didn't get Doctor Strange saying spells. The bit say, where, he's, yeah. um, where he's meditating in like episode two or episode one, I was like, this is cr- so cringe. And he's just doing loads of Tai Chi um, all the time. It looks crap. I think as well, like um, the thing that really annoyed me about the first two episodes was like the big storyline is like the board are trying to have taken control. It's like, that is like a D storyline in all of the Batman trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the board and like him yeah. versus the board and them trying to take <clears> over and stuff like that. I was like, I feel like that's been done like that's uh, been done. very well whereas this is like this is the main drive of this yeah. show well as far as it's laid out it seems to me like as an observer outside observer it looks like it's just Batman's story anyway yeah like a yeah. guy goes away to learns his training comes back like you saying like about fighting a dragon yeah. that would separate it for me yeah, yeah or like or focus more on his training out there yeah. or I don't know I just think like, it's really I don't think it has a villain at all it's no. just I feel like also it might be unfairly having to lay a load of pipe yeah. for the Defender show right and, that's and the I thing, wonder like, if they're escalating this hand thing which they've set up in yeah. Daredevil season 2 and this is really just like shit we need to get everyone from this to that yeah let's so just what, do what's the connections like like without spoiling anything obviously like between this and Defenders uh, no all the so Luke Cage Jessica Jones so I Daredevil. think it's basically just this growing threat that is yeah. about to take over New York so there's like like hand sleeper cells around New York. That's okay. not really a spoiler because you see a lot of them in yeah. Daredevil as well. Yeah. And it feels like they're just building that out as a more like yeah. palpable force. Do you think yeah. I could go or anybody could go into the Defenders yeah. not watch I will be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it'll be better if there's 
other stronger characters to take yeah. the piss out of Danny Rand. And I think, like, yeah. and I think they get his characters are all wrong. He's so weak and yeah. like wet. Like he should be fucking That's cocky. Thing, yeah. Like he's the outsider yeah. who it was in Kunlun. He beat everyone else mm. to become the champion of that like city yeah. to take on the dragon and become Iron Fist. And yet. It's like everyone seems to be better than him. Yeah. It's a bit where he doesn't know how to use a samurai sword. He's probably trained with swords. <laughs> how did he beat yeah. this dragon? That's what I want to know. What fighting fist, mate? Just punch this dragon. Um, there's lots of bits. <laughs> no, everyone's only interested in me because of the fist. Nice. Oh my god. That's the thing. Like, I have watched two episodes of it. I haven't finished Daredevil. Um, didn't finish Jessica Jones because I hated it. Um, didn't even watch Luke Cage. I'm really excited for the Defenders. I don't know why. It's better. Like, it's eight episodes, I think. Is it? And it's they more all be eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, totally. I do, like, I think there is good stuff in Daredevil season yeah. two that I really loved. Um, yeah, I, you, I would actually like you to see, just watch the last episode of Luke Cage. Right. It's, Mental. It's, it's so that shit. show fell yeah. off a cliff so when hard. The villain comes in. It's yeah. so laugh out loud. A big machine that makes uh, well, him it, able to punch uh, Luke. Yeah, Cage. I'm just yeah. like concerned, like considering what that show sometimes do. Like this, they've been very violent and yeah. very full on, yeah. and and that's um, the guy like, from Moonlight. Right? Sexual violence in it and stuff. Yeah, he's in it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, that's not him powered by that's the not him. Powered right. by the uh, <laughs> and then there's just like stuff like that where I think he just undercuts everything else they've done tonally with those yeah. shows. And you're going, well, that's no. like something. Well, that, that's the thing with Luke is they need to have somebody big for them to somebody that he can actually fight. That's actually you know yeah. gonna. I, I don't know. Be I thought threat. fight himself. Yeah. I thought the first villain in uh, Luke Cage was it's much better like yeah, a manipulator far more interesting yeah, well, that's yeah. Where he's someone who could beat him on a physical level but he was someone who beat him but, but, yeah exactly because yeah. like Luke Cage could beat up anyone the yeah. fact that he's trying to save a whole neighbourhood and this guy's got his fingers in everything and yeah. Like, yeah. whether it's the like the city council that's why it's kind of cool but that was much then more it's just like that's done with yeah, yeah. Beat up this guy with a robot suit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's Iron Fist, and um, hopefully, Defenders will be better than that. Uh, on Overwatch, watch. It's a new section <laughs> we're doing. Overwatch all the time. Arisha's just gone live. You guys mm. play with her. Right. What? Excuse me. She has a whole lot of robot ladies. That's what I like from my ladies. Yeah. Six limbs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She reminds me of like the uh, the <clears throat> prostitute robots in what? Future Armor. Fembots. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the prostitutes, Gav. Yeah. Which so we always take away was Fembots. Yeah. She looks like she's got massive arms. And the face shape as well. Like yeah. quite a lot. Like, well, she also looks a little yeah. bit like um, Rosie from uh, the Jetsons as well. Yeah. She really it's does. Like, I, I really like her character as well. Like, yeah. She's got a nice bit of sass to her. Stop. Mm. At this point, she doesn't Probably. gallop when she's walking, though. No, she doesn't gallop. What does she, she do? There were um, animations where she like rears up and she kicks dirt, oh, and then it's almost strange. like you've caught her and she yeah. looks behind. She's like, she looks a bit embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not a horse. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I haven't played with her yet, but I was watching Joe play as her um, on <clears throat> at lunchtime, and it feels like she's got some mad abilities that you can use all from quite far away, which I quite like. Yeah. Yes. Um, because like with Reinhardt you've got to be quite close <clears throat> if you want to use anything really you've got to be quite close to all of it yeah. and I think like they've made her so she can be like you know a different kind of like tank person yeah like I think you'll get people doing Reinhardt or her yeah because I think they're the big big tank like Jeff Kaplan used the term anchor tank yeah and it's like 
one that the whole team moves around. Yeah. And like they'll move the payload forward. She'll chuck yeah. down a shield ahead. Yeah. And get behind it. I'll stay with this. You go yeah. do bits. Even her ult is one that goes in a central location. Yeah. And everyone is supported yeah. by it. So it's just like, I'm in the middle of this moving us forward. I think like that's the thing that I want to do. I want to try out the most. It's like when I first started playing as Reinhardt, like I was playing him a little bit wrong. Whereas like in I was pushing for like from the back and you think okay that's really good but actually then there's a lot of people who aren't going to be able to get behind your shield and if they do yeah. they have to be right behind you whereas her I like the fact that she can push but also put a shield for you guys really out in front yeah. so people you can be like really causing some trouble up ahead while I'm while the Arisa still pushing I was just thinking just just then when you were speaking like imagine if like you just put a shield way at the back for your Widowmaker yeah. to stand behind yeah just yeah. go I would just leave that with you yeah yeah I find as uh, the opposition to her as well like the shield is a real big like distraction as well because I'll see it and then immediately I'm thinking right we need to get rid of that yeah. shield before yeah. we do anything and then then I realise all my attention has been taken yeah. on the shield and like they should be going round it yeah. and the same as like what we used to do on Route 66 as well where like we would go up on the top and like yeah. as Reinhardt if you want to shield like a turret You're or something yeah. or, or shield a Bastion that that's it I'm just doing that whereas she can work. do a little bit more yeah. can you imagine her um, and Bastion and she puts a shield down and then them just yeah, exactly. An onslaught of yeah. fire after and that. And she's like, I'm going to go over here, do my bits. What yeah. about her, um, the drum that she drops? She, yeah, she takes the drum off her back. This yeah. is her ult. And yeah. um, I quite like her voice line where she says, she says, cease your resistance. And she yeah. like, puts it down on the floor. Blimey. And anyone who's in line of sight, although I did it in the AI training and I went around a pillar and I'm still getting it. Yeah. And what it does is it creates these like blue <clears> lines <throat> that connect to nearby players. And it's kind of like the mercy buff. Right. Yeah. So you it get feels- increased attack. It feels about the same sort of strength as Mercy's buff as yeah. well. Like, it's got a similar visual to it, so I'm yeah. wondering if it is an equivalent. Can you and chuck it? You no, find, you place it. Yeah, place it and yeah. It, awesome. it can be destroyed, so you might want to put it around a corner. Yeah. And how long it can it be hacked for? as well. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's based on like how much is drained from it. Or Do you think if, like, if no one destroyed it or it didn't get hacked, would it just stay there? I don't know. Or? I think we've been playing, but yeah, it's hard for me it's not playing tell. Arisa, so, yeah, whether it's yeah. been destroyed or whether it's just timed out. Yeah. Something I noticed that's really cool, she's got the her... Alternative fire sort of the graviton bomb. Yeah, that's cool. And that's so good. I've noticed a few times I didn't think about, it, but playing against it, people kept using it to get me out of cover. Yeah, like uh, I play Zenyatta and I like to like duck in and out of cover yeah. and try and pick people off slowly. And, yeah. and I'd duck in, and at one point I'd hid around the corner, and all of a sudden I just got pulled back out of cover, yeah. and then they just onslaughted me. Yeah, that's really clever. That's really cool. It's always good look when that happens. I think that's the best introduction <laughs> of a character when it forces people who. Uh, maybe have like got into a pattern or yeah, something yeah. Like, like that. Do you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Start rethinking how they're going to do your it. style and you're going, I've, I've got this character down. Yeah. Oh shit. I definitely think every time they introduce a new character, it's, it's harder to get used to playing against them than it yeah. is with them, like as them. Yeah. Because as them, you, you know, you're still following your same procedures. But and there's also so many characters you can be yeah. against them. That, yeah. like, almost I think it just changes the team dynamic as well. And then yeah. you, you have to rethink everything. To her. We need to figure that well, out. That's the thing. Yeah. But it's only going to take She's quite a big old target. I yeah. Guess. Um, she goes down relatively easy. To be fair, if you target on her, Dale. Yeah. What? That's that robot. says more about you. Yeah. Than it does me. <laughs> she goes down pretty easy. Been pulling him off round corners. <laughs> she was pulling me off earlier. She is one of the prostitute bots. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. Jeff's filth. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes in. What filth are we peddling today on oh, the PTR? God. Um. Yeah, that's good. Other robot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stretch. Power Rangers. Oh yeah, you Did went to see it. I, I saw it last night. Yeah. And- I saw there's been load of like sniffy reviews about it. Yeah, I thought it was great. It's Power Rangers. I thought it was so good. I thought it did, like I feel like some of the reviews I've read 
have taken away a different conclusion on how they've approached it. Right. Okay. So for right. me, they've approached it as a bit like Friday Night Lights, where yeah. it's in this little shithole town in America. Yeah. These kids are chosen. Hope and nobody the, from that town is listening to this podcast. It's, it's, it's fictional. When the president like slags off a, a particular vegetable and then he loses that state. Thank you. I was <laughs> quite a lot like Jeb Bartlett. Yeah. That's how I put my jacket on. Um, so it starts off and I guess the, the, the word you would say is like it's a bit more gritty a bit more realistic yeah. right. but I don't I don't think the film is actually being that like it yeah. tries to do that a little bit with the character stuff but as it, it becomes more and more silly as it goes on when it starts introducing the Power Rangers stuff because yeah. it basically goes fuck it good. Yeah. Like, there's That's no way we can do this and yeah. it's really good fun yeah. and then I'm not going to spoil anything but right at the end when obviously it all kicks off and <clears throat> everything's going on with Zords yeah. it literally just goes just make it like the TV show. Yeah. yeah. And I quite like that transition and I don't think they're trying to do it well, seriously. Yeah. I think it's almost like a little bit of a bait and switch where at the beginning it's got this really downbeat title as well where it's just Power Rangers in a really yeah. small font at the beginning. Okay. So I think it's kind of like switch it up a little yeah. bit. I don't know who this audience was that wanted gritty Power Rangers. But it's not that, anyway. yeah. Like, like it's almost like one point yeah. you're like, oh, it's going to be like trying to be like Fantastic Four and it's yeah, not at all there's right. loads of crazy Good. stuff in it I feel like a lot of the time because like I had the same thing because like, I came out of uh, Kong and I think I probably put Kong already in my, my top 10 of the year like because I thought Kong Skyline was fucking brilliant because it's just a good laugh and I saw some reviews that were just like one star say well, I was I've seen like, a bunch of one star God, Power Ranger movies saying yeah. the worst reboot most well, misguided reboot it's, like, it's not at all like yeah. towards the end I was grinning ear to ear yeah, going yeah. this is brilliant this is like what I used to watch as a kid but it's got a little more money and it's yeah. still as bonkers and silly I think I feel like so not, cynical it can be so cynical yeah. about that that's the thing I think that's what happens when like I mean because I think we're talking about the same sort of outlets like you know sort of like a thing themselves as like super serious outlets and it's like what the fuck are you reviewing Power Rangers yeah, for exactly. like, you haven't got like humorous bone yeah, in your body and I feel like it's like, almost like the film knowingly plays with that idea. It's like, yeah. almost it'd be easier for us to get away with this if we did it serious. Yeah. And then about third way in, this go. That's good. Let's just, let's just, because then at the end, you, at some point in that movie, you've got to have someone that delivers the line, it's morphing time. Yeah. Right. And when he delivers it, it's brilliant. Yeah. And the music like wraps up, like ramps up and it's like, it's a big moment and they like milk it for all it's worth. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't get goosebumps. Yeah. When he they, says it, I'm like, fuck yeah. It's, it's Ivan Ooze in it. Um, <gasps> I'm not going to go into. Okay. Do they do the, the <laughs> well, tight? That's not one way. Do they no, do no, the no. tight headshot cut with the Tyrannosaurus? No, no they that. don't. They, and they don't like hold it towards oh, camera. I yeah, wish they did. Weird. But I actually liked all the kids as well. Yeah. Like, I think they, they're pretty good together. Yeah. yeah, this isn't like it's not loads of deep character work, but it's enough. Yeah. Like How? ones like this is why it's like Friday Night Lights. You ever watched Friday Night Lights? No, so one you of them, man, you'd really like it. I have heard that. So it's like in this little town where everything revolves around the high school football team. Excellent. And the Red I mean. Ranger Tommy used to be the star quarterback, and right. now he's fucked up his leg, and he doesn't <gasps> want to be a football player. So this is why it's like Friday Night Lights. And then he gets put in detention for yeah. a car he steals in the first like minute of the film. Yeah. And then he goes to detention on weekends. So it's like Breakfast Club, and he meets <gasps> all the other Power Rangers who are in weekend detention. So it's yes. like a John Hughes film. As it, well. It's kind of a bit like that as well. <laughs> and they're just hanging out and they all make friends. Oh, it's Masterpiece, absolute masterpiece. I'm excited <laughs> for that. I'm excited. Cool. I can't wait. Have a few beers. I'm more that. interested yeah. now than I was because I thought it was going to be gritty it probably, reboot. It, no, it, it, it has like the dressing of that, yeah. and then yeah. it goes. Oh, fuck. 
I said, I said yeah. the same. Th- I said the same thing to people who were asking me about like Triple X Three and uh, Kong as well. I was like, if you have a couple of beers on a, a Sunday or Saturday afternoon and go watch it, that's awesome. That's how we should review. Films. Interesting. I wonder if it's made a bit more for us than it is kids. Because I, I watched the film last night and there were a couple of kids in the screening. Yeah. I don't know if they were as into it. Like I think it's made for like later teens and yeah. maybe us who watched it originally because. It, the whole thing is about them becoming Power Rangers. Right. right. So there's not a lot of action sequences for the first two thirds. Like, yeah. There's a lot of them at school learning about their powers, talking about like their problems at home. Yeah. And it is more like the John Hughes yeah. thing. And I think the kids were getting a bit bored at that point because yeah. they were like, I just want them to have a fight scene as Power Rangers. I want to watch it with powers. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go watch it. I, I with really him. want yeah. us to go watch it again. Like, yeah. It's so good. That'd be really funny. Cool. Um, I've written down here B and B Driver, which sounds like Baby Driver. Which I don't know if anyone, but so slight tangent. Does anyone see that trailer? Looks, Baby Driver. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't good, yeah. seen anything on that yet, but I'm going to watch it yeah. because of the name. Car Chase right. Musical. Yeah. Car yeah, Chase exactly, Musical. Yeah. Apparently, um, looks awesome. Actually, like we know a bunch of people who've seen it as well, so that's really, really good. Edgar Wright. Um, yeah, Edgar Wright. I saw him in the yeah. airport when we flew to San Francisco. So Edgar Wright. Yeah, so, walking through. Cool. Yeah. So it's going to be good. Heat in a cornetto. Looking um, <laughs> but actually, no, we're talking about Beauty and the Beast, which I think some people have talked about. Well, you talked about it on the podcast, apparently, but apparently, you don't, I don't, you don't remember. remember talking about I'm it. I'm pretty sure you did. Um, I think, like, I thought, like, Beauty and the Beast is my favourite Disney film, and I think Beauty and the Beast, the live-action remake, is an absolute shiter. Like, don't go see it. Just don't bother. Question. Even though, even though everyone has gone to see it because it's made a fuckload of money. No, hasn't it? It's made so much money. It's Disney got seven, I think, of the top yeah. ten of um, Home Weekends oh all time now. A question yeah. to that, though. You said Beauty and the Beast is your favourite Disney film. We'll get yeah. into that in a minute. But... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Powers is? Powers is fucking Mulan. Oh, what? I know. What? I know. <laughs> we talked about it. It feels so old. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing bit where uh, Powers says Beauty and the Beast is shit. <laughs> you have to properly media. You're like, right, well, that's wrong no, yeah. no, said that it's wrong and then like I'm trying to be like moderate and then he says Lion King shit and I go you fuck what? right that's, yeah. no, that's like, the best like, Disney you're... film but um, anyway uh, so your main criticism what seemed like your main criticism would be the Beast was that it was exactly like the cartoon version exactly. I just think it's redundant yeah. and so, then I saw loads of people going oh it's great nostalgia trip you know what else is watching the original right yeah. so if they're exactly the same is it possible to hate it that much but if it's it your favourite Disney film but like they've done it so it's live action so it's like you're sitting there going I, I wanted get something cool you wanted something different but it's still but the it's same not exactly the same film. in the sense of like it's, yeah beat for beat is fine but the characters like the voices are different the people the way that they actually right, act okay. and stuff like that is completely different but they're, that's, the they're the qualities that make it your favourite Disney film do you think Original. or is it not just the pure the, what the story is no no or is no, it a combination of all of it like the yeah, songs every, and the every single yeah. thing yeah. like okay. completely like, that's just, just curious I, I just think like all the characters like think a lot of them look shite right like look really really bad all I the objects really, are terrible I couldn't really get really? into them like, they look alright in the trailer nah Lumiere is basically a fucking little gold man who runs around like, Wait, that's what he is in the cartoon. No, but he's got a big expressive no, face. He's yeah, a dual candle <laughs> in the original. He moves like does a candlestick he, wood. Does he he's light and blow got, out his hands got, at any point? He's got legs <laughs> at one point. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking he's got legs insane. dancing around. They just go, fuck it, just make him a little gold man. <laughs> just make him a Dumb man. Matter. Dumb yeah. matter. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, I was obviously like Gaston and LeFou are amazing in it. Right. Like, I hope, I, I hope they release like... Because uh, they get their own movie. That'd be amazing. Well, the but, bad guys are amazing, yeah. isn't it? But there's also all that stuff about like the, the first ever gay scene. In it. Like I saw the um, the director the other day, like fucking Charlie Big Potatoes, being like, "I'm so proud to have the first ever gay scene." It's 
utterly shit. I was like, Wait, who is the gay scene with? Uh, LeFou. So there's two gay characters in the film right. that kind of end up together. Okay. But you can tell it's been cut down so much. But it's much. not, yeah. It's they don't even like, do like, uh, balls out. It's not, it's not, it's it. not, well, I'm not saying they should go balls out. Balls out. <laughs> that's, you, that's the gay moment <laughs> oh, that Disney's scared of. Uh, two, two of my like gay mates went to see it and uh, I spoke to him last night about it and he was just like, mate, I went to see it because I was excited to see this first Disney gay scene. He was like, I can show you some fucking gay yeah. scenes. And it's not a gay scene. I know a gay scene. I'll get back to my DVD. The director claiming that going, yeah, is, as, if mental. so, it's, it's weak. It's yeah. like, I am, um, I know people have seen it and they're like, what? Yeah, I, so, they don't even well, really, a lot like, of people it, it goes right over their head. Yeah. Similar in Power Rangers, and um, one of the Power Rangers is gay, yeah. Obviously, no people have seen Power Rangers, and that went over the head. So it's not like this big stance where they're like, oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's two having gay a gay kiss. There's two gay characters in the film, and this is how lazy it is. One of them uh, is obsessed with his straight best mate. Which so like cliche. Cliche. it's like you've seen like a million times, yeah. and the other guy uh, is just like a sort of B character, well D character, who is like one of the villagers. And when he gets into like basically the wardrobe, dresses three of them up as women, and one of them goes, uh, and then the other guy likes it. That's yeah, the other gay so character. Because oh, the other gay he's character, he's gay man's be a, bit, like, being a gay man's exactly. bit like being a woman. Jeez. Exactly. That is insulting. Bad. It's yeah, so bollocks. Like bad. the whole thing is utterly shut. So, and it feels like. It's extremely forced because obviously LeFou is a character in the original, but this other guy, this other random jabroni, they've just, they've literally decided they want to build maybe, a gay romance. Maybe it was, yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe it was cut down a bit. I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. or maybe, yeah, but maybe still, like, it's an aside. It's a yeah. little blip. It's like, all right, you can claim that all you want. You've done this big brave moment. It's not that brave. No. no. It's not at all. No. But what, what's your thoughts on Beauty and the Beast, Driver? So, me and my girlfriend were talking about going to watch it, and then I heard... And then you were a gay in there, you were like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He's like, they're definitely not showing this in commentary. <laughs> not in my film. Can't have popcorn now, can I? <laughs> um, so we were talking about it, and then I had mentioned that the people I knew who I worked with who said it was not very good, and then I was yeah. like, maybe we should just watch the original, because it was on Sky. Yeah. Before, and I really always thought I really liked Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And then I watched it, and afterwards I was like... Come on, Dave. I didn't like it oh. at all. Like, I just... I think, right, <clears throat> it's a kid's film. There's obviously leaps of logic there, but I feel like some of the stuff... Just a lot of stuff doesn't make sense in it. Like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> but are you, are you, refer are you referring to the beast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm writing down beast. The big fucking talking cow. <laughs> I'm more thinking of motivations more Lumiate. than anything. <laughs> it's just some some of the motivations just don't make yeah. sense to me. We're not getting hung up on it. Like, yeah. and Maybe that's some of the stuff that we felt more poignantly because it was like <laughs> action. Like yeah. The fact that he just imprisons her and then... So all right, is yeah. it? And then absolutely, I'm dinner with her. Yeah, I, I mean that also like my. <laughs> well, I was watching um, uh, Beauty and the Beast like recently, and like <laughs> the cartoon recently. And be our guest is a really really good song. Yeah, but it is just a description of what happens in a restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> like step for step. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is really, oh, wait, this is just every time you go for food. Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we also talk about the real villain of the film that nobody mentions? And it's the Enchantress at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she is the ultimate twat. Let's yeah. be well, she, real. Yeah, like, yeah. She comes out and she says, can I stop around your house? And he's like, no, be it, scram. So that's it. It's like, that's it. Cursed for the rest of your life. All your servants, they're all cursed. I don't care if they have anything to do with it. <laughs> Dog, Everyone, cursed. Cursed, everybody. What, this cursed. little boy? Little boy. He's been a cop for the rest of his life. He's cop now. He's chicken. And I just feel like, <laughs> that's never gone back to they just accept it and they don't they don't worry about it at a all friend of, a friend of mine made a really good point as well we were talking about this last night and he's like um, if the Enchantress is like so like like so into the fact that beauty should be within why does she make herself so fit like, <laughs> why doesn't she look she a little to goblin in, yeah. witchy lady all the time yeah. you, you, you don't think that's alright do you yeah, yeah. 
It's crazy. Well, so it reminds me a little goblin witch lady. <laughs> the bit at the start when his dad he breaks into his house. Well, he doesn't break into his house. He's looking for somewhere for shelter, right? Yeah. The beast catches him. And he's like, I don't want to be left alone. What are you doing yeah. in my house? That's it. I'm going to keep you as a prisoner now for the rest of your life. And he's like, <laughs> you just going to kick him out. Just like, yeah. he's learned nothing. Yeah. He's learned absolutely um, nothing. If you trespass, you forego all right. He's like, right, I hate the look of you. Anyway, back to looking at this rose, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what do you want to do with this new adaptation of Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Um, set in Texas, shoots him in the first act in yeah, the God, film. Yeah. Um, like when we were watching it, and I, don't, I can't remember the cartoon you watched recently, you'd be able to like tell us. Yeah. The bit where um, Gaston just like ties up Belle's dad and leaves him for dead. Right. And we watched yeah. that and we were like, that's escalated quickly. Yeah. I mean, he, he tries to get him sent away as well, yeah, doesn't he? he, he gets in, him. Instead, in this one, in the original, he gets him fucking committed. Yeah. Um, I'll section you so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have my section. <laughs> I think like, that's a thing that, that it really goes wrong with. Like, I, I think Luke Evans as Gaston is fucking perfect casting. He does a really, really good job. Um, but... He's too nice all the way through. But Gaston's an idiot from the start. Like he's like always he's taking the piss out of the fact she reads. Whereas like um, the, yeah. in the live action, he's like, oh yeah, I love reading. I read all the time. Like oh, and like he, he's just not reading the right books. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Belle. Like, so and like, you read so good. When he switches later on, he does this like mad thing, and you're just like, where the fuck is that character, come from? Yeah. He's completely yeah. out of character. Because before that, he's actually been a really likable dude. And I think that that's the big thing that I had a problem with yeah. in the live actions. Like when. You You've got Gaston mm-hmm. and LeFou, a like more likable than Belle. That's you crazy, really yeah. fucked up. She's too haughty in the yeah. in the new one. She's really conceited as well. Like there's a really bit there's a bit where she's like, basically, rather than say to Gaston, look, dude, I think you're like he she says her main thing is nobody understands me. Everyone thinks I'm really different, and because of that, nobody likes me. That's her main thing, and that's obviously why the beast and stuff as well. Gaston goes to her, like, I'm literally in love with you <laughs> yeah. because you're different to everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Even and she's said- like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sad speech where he goes, We both pig. live in this crap town, yeah, and yeah. we're probably as good as it's gonna get, but yeah. I will take care of you, yeah. That's quite a nice thing, like, yeah. you don't have to be addicted, very mature. But, it, but in the like in the cartoon, he, he's very smug and arrogant, and that's yeah. that's the main yeah. reason for not but he liking can eat him. five dozen eggs in the original, so yeah. that's good, amazing, it's pretty good. But uh, what else are your thoughts? So, I've got, I've got some notes, I've got some notes, uh, Question. thoughts. So, the transition in the cartoon from hating him to loving him is just so rapid, it's like beast. Saved, it literally is. You know life. why yeah. she finds out he's got money. This is yeah. what happens, she legs it. Then he chases after her, trying to batter, and then some wolves come on, <laughs> and then he just batters the wolves instead, and then the wolves take him down, and she's like, that's it, I'll nurse you to health. That's it, in love, best mates. So all you want to do is get a love of a fair maiden and sit some wolves. Sit, wolves. Um, yeah. Just in, yeah, battering. Yeah, the, the essential component <laughs> to any romance. <laughs> Another thing, uh, so it's, is it 10 years? That's right, isn't it? Like, is it? from when he's cursed to oh, when she cursed. When the curse is like, when he's 20. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So he gets cursed when he's 11, so she's lovely for a start. Yeah. The enchantress. Also, how old is Chip supposed to be? Because I assume he's he was like a real stop, boy. He's probably done age, though. They probably yeah. done age. Because, like, uh, he wouldn't yeah. grow So is the beast still 11 yeah. then? <laughs> but then how there's a little the boy hanging around. And she's like, curse you, curse you. Little kid down there. What have I done? Cursed you cursed. as well, mate. You cursed. It's just That's all... Are you cup. I'm... I'm some of those things played on my mind probably too much. I should have so just looked past it. it's 10 years, is it? So I'm pretty sure that's what they say. How old the beast when he's cursed? He's, it's his 21st birthday. He's when 21, it, right, okay. When it, like, strikes. Oh. Yeah. So he has to fall in love by 21, so... Shit, he leaves yeah. it late. He doesn't even look ten. <laughs> like that's mad. Unless he doesn't age as well. I don't know. Yeah. He must do because they're counting until he's twenty-one. That's when yeah. the last petal's gonna fall off. Yeah, don't know. 
Different rules. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Inconsistent. Also as well, if you're the people who live in his castle, like, his time is running out. Like, she literally comes at, like, the 11th hour. Yeah. You've got to just be thinking, like, what? you've got to be in the meetings, like, morning meetings. You've got to just be <laughs> like, uh, are we, we worried about this rose thing? Should yeah. we get a woman here? So, or I mean, 10 like, fucking years? The movie was like, I told you we should get on this nine years ago. <laughs> yeah. And you said you get on with it. Is it Cogsworth? Yeah. Also, imagine the day before you all got cursed if you were about to hand in your yeah. resignation. Yeah. 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 I'll send that on Monday. Or like, but even if you've been cursed, would you still want to be want him to be your boss? Would so you want to be in his employment? I'd be like, oh, like I'm, Barry I'm the woodcutter who's been on all day. He comes back to the, <laughs> he comes back to the castle. Everyone's fucking like, talking. He's like, don't don't <laughs> <laughs> that's actually played up a little bit more in the uh, live action one. Is um, uh, people? I think like something like the people then uh, are being cursed. People in the fucking village, village being cursed. Yeah. They can't see that. So they oh, just really? for, like all these people who from the village who live in the work in the castle like they've got like families in the this village. enchantress oh, is the yeah, most evil culture I feel like yeah. hey it's my wife yeah Do they sh- in well, the- are they not checking on them <laughs> yeah well I guess like, well, <laughs> they, 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 they come back and it's like you got a new husband have you I've been a clock for 10 years yeah. <laughs> in the live action movie, they show the enchantress bit at the start yeah I can't remember that. yeah she is like the most foul person ever like I can't believe also like, talking about like it? Power Rangers and, and uh, Kong go have a couple of pints like didn't fuck out Beauty and the Beast we had about four pints yeah, you went and got two yeah. during yeah <laughs> 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 it was doing like, one of I the new you, songs I was like nah yeah. not you left I thought Sorry. he must be having a shit he's yeah. been ages Sorry, did you say new songs there's new songs man yeah, 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 Beast, yeah. Has, they, Beast has a number oh dude oh, you know it's where, uh, where Samba you know when <laughs> you know when Belle runs off when he no when he says to her yeah. you must go to him yeah um, and she he lets her go yeah uh, there's a in the cartoon he's so upset like and he's so overcome with emotion yeah. he just does a massive roar yeah. and it's a really powerful scene in uh, the new song he sings a really shite song like on the roof rubbish <laughs> oh he's jumping around and he's shit he's like, yeah. like going on on the roof like oh, that's crap what seriously yeah. yeah yeah he's swinging about the roof oh yeah. my god um yeah you convinced me Dale you convinced nah. me Dale it is crap I think I've thrown out a few points <laughs> like I said it's a kids film I should probably not take it so seriously but I just couldn't help but some of those things just kept annoying me that's as fine. I was watching yeah, it yeah I think it's fine yeah. um <laughs> well free fire we went to see her we were very excited to see her it's not that good. It's not that good. So disappointed. I that's, thought it was going to be brilliant. That's the longest 90 minute film I've seen. For yeah, quite so some it's time. Ben Wheatley's new film and it's called Free Fire and it's, it's basically brilliant concept brilliant concept is there's a deal that goes wrong mm-hmm. and there's a firefight the whole film is one firefight okay that sounds good. It sounds really good so apparently it's not but this is the thing right so as someone who you know likes films Dale yeah um, hello you'll think so this is what I was thinking as soon as I heard that concept I was like Ben, ben Wheatley does some really interesting looking films mm-hmm. I was like he must have come up with some kind of like stylistic approach to mm-hmm. this yeah like not like bullet time or anything like that do you know what I mean <laughs> but like that when you came or, out of the Matrix you were like bullet time's fucking incredible well like just like melding a really scripted action sequence nine minute with yeah. story exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Well, what's his reason for initially setting that over one situation he would have had some sort exactly. of exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really boring like there's bit like the actual the firefighting is like it's just like a normal normal shootout also a lot of it it feels like a lot of it is just people let down on the floor shouting yeah. from cover yeah and right. just being shot in the leg and just 
There's one bit towards the end where there's a shot where a dude picks up a shotgun. And there's obviously like a camera on the end of what he's lifting up. Yeah. So like it looks really cool and it's like really sort of disorientating as well because the guy is quite disorientated at the time. So like you kind of like and you're watching it from the um, the point of view of like the end of the barrel looking right. at him. Okay. So it's like such a weird camera angle. I was like, that looks awesome. Yeah. That's the only time that happens in the film. Oh, is it low budget? Um, no. Like, because there's a lot of like big names like, in it. Relatively, like, like it's executive produced by Martin Scorsese. Yeah. And it's got okay. quite a few people in it, like Brie Larson. I think they filmed it quite like, a while ago before Brie yeah. Larson like won the Oscar and stuff. Right. Yeah. But like, I just think a lot of it wasn't that legible. Like, no. who's shooting? Like, it didn't do a good job of delineating who's shooting who and like also the different forces. Well. Because all the space is really like yeah. Like, for me, I was, I was confused. Like, I, like, it didn't have a good idea of where everyone was. And yeah. who was firing at who and who was against who and and for such yeah. a simple premise you'd think that stuff would Just be clear exactly. very transparent I wonder yeah. whether they were like figuring out a lot of it as they went rather than it was all yeah sounds like a and you think like you shouldn't think of something like Reservoir Dogs which is like sort of quite a similar yeah. thing but it has different bits going on I thought it was going to be more like that whereas it's like there's going to be little things going on or little things that happen or you didn't notice yeah. maybe it wasn't we're just too well, stupid but also like even though the action wasn't quite what we were expecting I didn't even think like the story had revelations or no really like that made it all seem more interesting any like redeemable characters or anything like that Charlotte Copley's really funny in it he is really good like he's pretty good in lots of oh, like, like Army Hammer is really good. good as well like that's the thing I think everyone is actually quite good in it it's just I, they're not I, given I, a I lot know. of good stuff to do and right, also yeah. it's one of those things like, I think our expectations are really high so it sounds like we're super down yeah. on it like it's not yeah High Rise was one of my favourite films was it come out last year it's good. Luke Evans is it yeah Luke yeah. Evans is really good in it um, should it be in the Welsh Wolverine yeah. <laughs> should it be in the Welsh Wolverine maybe it'll be Wolverine next we don't know um, but yeah High Rise by Ben Whitley that's like yeah. one of my favourite films whichever year it came out possibly last, last year, year. Yeah. Um, but so, a lot of shit today. Yeah, Arista <laughs> was good. Arista <laughs> was good. Tell you what, Power Rangers was good. Power Rangers, a lot good. of shit actually. Um, but is that episode two, <laughs> the shiter? Yeah, I tell three you seven what, six, the shit one. Well, the thing actually, a couple of weeks back, we had like the goodest episode ever, which is like, everything was just really good. Most yeah. good episode. Yeah, the most good episode. I tell you what, isn't shite because it can't be by design. Hello, keyword countdown. <laughs> So if you've not played Keyword Countdown or listened to this podcast ever before, IMDb categorized their films by a bunch of crazy keywords. <laughs> what I've done is I've taken five films with a theme, an overarching theme to them, and you guys here and at home have to guess what the film is by those keywords. Can I call shenanigans? Krupa's got his phone in his hand. Very briefly. <laughs> Come on. Hopefully he's on IMDb. <laughs> Hopefully if he's on IMDb, he'd never be that blatant. No. <laughs> like, come on. I've got, I've got... But then maybe it's like a Darren Brown thing. You're being so blatant that yeah. we'd be like, oh, no. Nor we feel never. like we can mention it. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like you're going to wipe the floor with me anyway, so I want I all the advantages so. I, I can get. So. Yeah. Right, okay. <clears throat> Film number one. And I, I've actually said this before we started recording, but the theme for this week definitely isn't films that Rory and Alicia definitely haven't fucking seen. <laughs> because that would literally be right. Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> film as a Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Here we go then. Mulan. Film number one. Sex. Um, the Matrix. Nine oh. and a half weeks. Opposites <laughs> Attract. 
Um, oh god what women want I don't know why it's a male that. female relationship every film ever uh, 1980s oh Ooh. god um, foreplay when Harry met Sally yes oh well done sake. like I probably wouldn't have got that unless the last clue is that, Harry like, met Sally yeah. I fucking love that film Orgasm. so good uh, yeah, oh, so yeah that will be one yeah the other cues the clues woman slaps man <laughs> Leaving message on answer machine, <coughs> New Year's Eve, moaning woman, fake orgasm. Fake orgasm would have been yeah. what I've got it. Um, there you go. That's because moaning, you're thinking that as like, oh, yeah. fucking her indoors yeah, again, yeah, moaning. Oh. It's like, not moaning because she's having <laughs> a Of course, you get orgasm. it on the fake orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced a lot of fake orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, film number two Neo Noir. Oh, God. Obsession. Oh. Blade Runner, uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Watching a porno <laughs> movie. I wish it was Johnny Mnemonic. In a scanner darkly. Child prostitution. Leon. Oh my, stop Broth- saying films. Brothel. Uh, ooh. Oh. Shootout. Dustle Dawn. Sinsane. Sleeve Gun. Test Driver. Yes. Fuck's sake. Well done, Croops. I knew it. Brothel. I knew that you'd wipe the floor in this. Uh, last, two, last two clues Night Shift uh, clue number 10 Taxi Driver <laughs> it's kind of a, it's a big keyword that. Yeah. I always put the like the actual title ones where they just put it in there it's just yeah. like amazing <clears throat> film number right. three focus two word title Cincy 1980s uh, Breakfast Club psychological thriller crying game kicked in the face Oh, Vanity. Materialism. Wall Street. Narcissism. Uh, America Psycho. Yeah. Yes. Oh, finally. Well finally. Well done. Four oh, down. I'm so stupid. You said 1980s. I was thinking it's made in the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh. Ambiguity. Like the 1980s thing. Yeah. Uh, CD. Reference to Phil Collins. Last on those. So that's 9 4 to Cooper uh, so far. Damn. It's all right. We'll it's happy to get on the board. Like the amount of times I've had to explain to Rory on oh, film number three. It's not all lost. <laughs> it's all to play for. Forget it. Might as well give up. He did actually more. I think, yeah, it was on like film number three before. Uh, so I feel a little four now. But like on film number three, he was just like, oh, there's no point playing anymore. And I was like, no, because Al's only scored 14 <laughs> and you can get 30 the points. The other day, he was raging after a game of Overwatch. He was just like, I'm the, I'm the only one with gold medals. I was like, unless you're tying with someone else. <laughs> yeah. Like no one else can get those gold no, medals. Yeah, yeah. So that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. Film number four. One word title. Directed by female. Thor. Nineteen eighties. Loss of virginity. Of. Uh, say nineteen eighties again. Best be friend. Face on milk carton. One word. Milk. <laughs> Silly string. <laughs> Silly string. It. You don't see that in enough movies. Wish. Big. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Well done. It's the silly string. I was yeah. like, oh, I've not yeah. seen silly string in that many movies. So that's 12-4 to Krupa. Uh, the last two uh, clues were carnival, child as Adult. 
Probably bigger than that. <laughs> oh, this next film has actually got one of my favourite keywords I've ever. Oh, this is a new one go. as well. Completely new keyword, but it's one of my favourite ones. <clears throat> this is the last one? Yes. yes. Film number five. So it's 12 4 Dale. So you need eight points. I need a miracle so to you win. Need it in, you need it in by the third uh, guess. Okay. You ain't gonna guess. It's fucking pain in the ass. This one is. Thanks. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's a no, no, it's like it's a good one, but it's a pain in the ass to get. Because like I realised that this so series. Go. No, 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 no. This series we'd had like three people guessing on the first one. Fucking Alex was getting on the first one, so I was like, well, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Making it harder now. Oh. Okay. Nineteen seventies. Oh, Godfather. Near future. Blade Runner. No, that's not nineteen seventies. Fist fight. Near, um, near future. Wait, so it was made in the 1970s. Well, we don't know. Oh. Well, no, he said near future, though. <laughs> what, wait, that is, I don't know, wait. <laughs> let's not, we're not, we're not going down, let's not go down. Pause the recording, we got a chat to have. The 1970s <laughs> in the past, right? <laughs> wait, what? Depends when these keywords were written as yeah. well. Jaws. <laughs> Disc jockey. Oh, king of comedy. Battering ram. What's that film called? Wayne's World. Uh, my favourite My favorite crew. Escape from New York. Elongated Cry of No. <laughs> <laughs> How's it not Escape from New York? Revenge of the Sith. <gasps> Hitting the Crotch. Private Parts. Street Gang. <clears throat> Warriors. Oh, yes. Fuck. Well done. Tip my tongue as well. Oh, you bastard. Six, five, four, three points there. Uh, themed Gang, Coney Island. And that's... 15-4 to Krupa. Four oh, guesses played, to one. Son. Well Done. destroyed. Good round. Good round. Any idea what the theme is? Can New you... York. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, can you remind us of the film? So now he's in there, like a shot. Write them down, mate. When did you get the New York? Taxi driver. Taxi driver. Yeah. Damn. Good. Is that because you've been to New York recently, mate? Well, you've got to play. You've got to play it, haven't you? Yeah. Right. First lesson: writing. Write yeah. about what you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like Gav will always write something about himself. <laughs> awesome. Well done. Keyword countdown, people. Uh, let's do some feedback again. What we yeah, got? I got the first one. This is from Levon Young. Yeah. He said, greetings. Since Gav is always displeased oh, with God. his cinema-going experience, one has to wonder what the controlled environment of his home is like. Have you guys ever been to Shez Gav to watch a movie? I can just imagine his no cell phone policy or no crunchy foods. Carrots, <laughs> bad. Jello, good. Do you pause the movie only when he leaves? At some point, can a movie be bad enough to turn off? Rewind policies? That's I don't think we've actually like we've been to each other like you've been to my house for, uh, to watch I, rugby I went to watch rugby yeah. uh, England v Wales yeah you weren't that into that no nope. um, and he made us a lovely Irish stew yeah. Welsh stew uh, Irish oh. <laughs> what makes it Welsh Welsh stew yeah yeah because like I was fuming because I couldn't find any Welsh cheese because like in Wales oh, yeah. for, um, for cowl uh, you like chop up cheese into little cubes and then right. everyone gets a couple of cubes but in the shops in West Norwood there wasn't any uh, I, um, Welsh cheese and my girlfriend at the time had like I think she put up a picture on Facebook of me just absolutely losing it in <laughs> just like, literally I was just like that I was just looking at the cheese and Krupa saw and he bought three different types of Welsh cheese to the thing. Oh, so what happens when you live near a Waitrose in Ballum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like... <clears throat> uh, my You're a bit more laid back at home. Yeah, and I think if I was asking people over to the house, I'd very rarely be asking them over to watch a to film for the first time. Because yeah. yeah. I think like, if you're asking someone over to your house, I'd be like, I don't know, we'd be getting drunk and chatting and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like we'd be putting like comedy on or something. Yeah, because like that, I think that day as well, we played fucking about... 
12 rounds of uh, resistance. Yeah, it's falling out. Um, which is really good. So loads of snacking tolerated? Um, yeah, eat whatever you want. Yeah. It's fine. I think it's like... What about on the phone, though? Is that tolerated? Like, do you know what? I thought, have I thought about this as well, actually? Because... Um, me and my ex, what we used to do was just because we were both bad for it, like in boring bits of a TV show or yeah, a film, yeah. we just yeah. get our phones yeah. out. Mm. And that's why sometimes I like going to see a film in the cinema that maybe yeah, I Yeah, I think we all do. I have my laptop yeah. open like on the yeah. sofa, especially if it's not something yeah. I'm super into. That's the thing. Like I went to see um, Silence, the yeah. Martin Scorsese film at the beginning of the year. And I went to see it in the cinema and... No silence? Like I, w I think I would have... If I'd watched that at home, I could tell the points where I would have got my phone out or right, I would have done yeah. something. Whereas I was glad that I could actually just focus because I didn't yeah. get my phone out. I think that helps a lot of time. But like me and my ex, like we used to for like TV shows, we put our phones in like the other room, so we just like, don't even do, have that. Yeah. I guess like, like this is a bit wanky point, but like mm. in the modern world, like that's probably the only time that you don't have your phone to hand yeah. to get that immediate like notification buzz yeah, yeah yeah either that or like or when well, you go swimming you go swimming like, oh yeah like, it used to be like planes I used to really like like planes but now now you get like Wi-Fi and like a couple of times I've been bored on a plane and paid like 14 quid for shite Wi-Fi I know like, it's like, really slow and can barely connect it's like yeah. oh, I've used up how much of my 15 meg limit yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 15 but yeah meg. no I, I think like I, but also I think there's nothing worse you know when like you're trying to show someone like you're oh. trying to show someone like one of your favourite films I've stopped doing that no the yeah. thing is I feel like, like I imagine maybe we were similar people like yeah. we all into movies like when you went to like uni or yeah. like when you were like showing people movies for the first time or like ex-girlfriends yeah. yeah. and you just put too much pressure on it's the like, moment you're not enjoying this in the right way instantly love it right <laughs> well, yeah. after you finish watching this I've got a keynote ready to go about why Beetlejuice is brilliant yeah <laughs> I, I did it the other week uh, with Here's your hand my out. girlfriend I, uh, we were flicking through and I saw The Running Man and I was yeah. like have you ever oh, seen The Running so Man she's like no and I was like let's watch The Running Man put it on five minutes in she went I don't think I'm going to like this <laughs> give it a go I just turned it off it was like yeah, I know you've already decided yeah. in your mind you're yeah. not going to like this so it's not worth it I, yeah I'd met a girl on a night out and uh, like, try to show her alien I showed her an alien, mate. Let me tell you. Face hugger. Oh, come on. Oh. You call your get out. <laughs> you call your dick an alien. <laughs> yeah. You see the deal. <laughs> um, but like, it's yeah. actually played by a nine-foot Ethiopian. Yeah. I met a girl on a night out, and uh, she'd come home with me. And the next morning, uh, we were talking, and I. Like she was like looking at my DVD shelf and she saw the Goonies and she was like, I've never seen the Goonies. I was like, what is going on right now? So settle in. I was like, I really got to be going. But I was like, so I was making a breakfast and I put Goonies on. And after about 30 minutes, she was just like, you watch this as a kid? I was like, yeah. It's like, this is so boring. And I was just like, get the fuck out. Get out. Put down that bacon sandwich. You get the fuck out. Did you get to the truffle shop? Yeah. That's and really she didn't like it. Yeah. Really and she didn't yeah. like yeah. it at that point. I, know. Mentally. I opened up my house, but not my heart. I did, I, I did a whole, oh, it's all right if you don't get. You got elitism for the Goonies. I mean, have, you not, have you not read Brecht? <laughs> I, used to, I used to work with a guy, and if you said that to him, he used to go up the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many killings like, in there? Matthew, it's all right if you don't get it, man. Like, I used to go mental. <laughs> like that bit when people don't get that bit in Mr. when Mr. Blobby gets sad about not going on holiday. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know if that's a good answer to that, mate. Sorry. There uh, we go. Uh, tabletop RPGs from Drew Toynbee. Um, <clears throat> he said, I started playing D&D &D around a year ago at a reunion of sorts, some school friends. What we found was 
that whilst it was a, it is absolutely a group of people sat around a table pretending to be whiz and elves, as much as an as much an exercise in frequently hilarious group storytelling. So my question is, have any of you on the podcast this week ever tried or considered trying a tabletop RPG? And if not, why not? I would love to. Um, and I watch like uh, I used to watch a show on the Yogscast called like High Rollers, which is really good. I think it's called High Rollers. It was on a Sunday night anyway, and they used to like they were playing this uh, Dungeon Dragons game. And I watched it because the people doing it was really good. But like I, I've always wanted to do it because I, I it's like a that. big old commitment. Yeah, yeah I, I, think and I do thing. would like to do it together because I think it'd be yeah. really really. Would fun. you know what I think we really should do is um, Pandemic Legacy. Yeah, I've heard that. Which is like it's like, uh, like one season thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So like Pandemic is a really awesome like board game, but then mm. they made this game called like there's a lot of legacy type games. Yeah, but that one's basically to be they're one play and like there's stuff in like Pandemic Legacy where you like you're opening envelopes. Within shit and stuff like that, you can only play so, it once. They, so they recommend you play it a few times to get the rules down, and then yeah. you go for it proper. And then yeah, if and I you think proper stakes. I, I think we should do that because yeah, that's yeah. a really good like actual commitment thing, and you stick to it, and then you're really into that thing. And I, like, that's what I like about tabletop RPGs. If you want a really good answer to this question, though, you should probably listen to last week's podcast. Really. It's the same is question. It? it sounded like it was the same question. I thought, you have Abby that come in. Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that was last week. Drew got married last week. And we oh, said, oh, it's because we recorded on Friday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck that. We're not getting two happy weddings. What was his oh, name? I want to say it's Drew. <laughs> oh, I felt really good about that answer. Actually, to be fair, the answer was banging. It's well, still a good answer. Uh, so Alyssa gave a really good answer last week because well, she plays she plays quite a lot of tabletop RPG, uh, RPG. So if you don't listen to last week's, yeah, apparently need to talk to her about it. But or listen to last week's podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, Is that when's the eighteenth of March? I've already been. Yeah, it was last weekend. But I thought he sent it in on the Friday. Ah, anyway. Yeah. Um, hope you had a good wedding. Hope you had a good wedding, Drew. Where's our invite? Look at soaking up all the airtime on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's selfish. He's living his life. Selfish. What about this one? Hope Does your wife knows that. Um, no, no, this one. I don't know. How's this one? <laughs> when was it sent? Uh, wait, yes, that was read out last week as well. <laughs> what a kick in the teeth. Right, one piece of excellent feedback. <laughs> and uh, one great answer by Gav on a bit of stale feedback. Yeah. Um, um, all counts. Yeah. Hope, uh, hope the honey- honeymoon's going well. You're fucking milking us for all the worth. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's selfish. Um, Should we pull up another piece of feedback? Like natural born nah, killers. That's right, we're right. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can. I didn't call you feedback. I didn't call. You might read said, it twice. Said, yeah. Might read out twice. Yeah, don't, please don't keep spamming it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, it weren't spamming it. <laughs> that's our fault. <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's very much on us, that is. Yeah. Um, although, on you for not pointing it out sooner. I didn't see them until literally until Tell you me started reading it. Tell me some RPG emails we get. So you read it, and I was waiting for my moment to jump in and oh, say, shut it down. Shut it down. Bystander effect. He always thinks someone else is going to jump in, and that's why the people die on the tube tracks. You were so captivated by my. I mean, it was a fascinating, fascinating discussion. Yeah. Gav is bang on here. Yeah. Bloody hell. At first I was God, like... What a raconteur. It's like having Richard Burton in the room. <laughs> His words, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, there we are. That's the end of that then. Um, yeah, get in touch with us. <laughs> IG underscore UK feedback at IG.com. And also what I really like hearing about as well is um, all the things we talked about. If you go see that or you play what we've talked about and you have a different opinion or want to reinforce one of our amazing opinions, write in and tell us about that. Like, Tell me why I'm wrong with Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, or like if you've seen... If you've gone to see Free Fire, I want I really want to hear from people well, who like, actually it. enjoyed yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, that's it. Cool. Bye. Bye. Bye.